You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Hi, Hannies. It's Amiria Sai, and you're back for season two of The Take On. Hey, everyone. It's Amiria Sai with The Take On podcast. I'm here with Jazz Leverett. Did I get it right? I hope I got it right. Yeah. I need to get your name right. My name is Amir Hassan Yazai. I got to get people's names right. Um, you're from Canine Intervention on Netflix, my new favorite show. Um, Ramadan Mubarak, how are you? I'm a blah, I'm a Kareem. I'm good. Alhamdulillah. Everything is good. I'm just um, here just working in the office today, getting it, getting it done. Another day of a happy Monday. That's awesome. I love seeing a fellow Muslim thriving on Netflix. That's always nice. I, I love seeing Muslims have a platform. It's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the best, right? We need to have visibility and, you know, just you being a person of color and Muslim in this country is just, I love the visibility. How has the, sure. the let's start with the good stuff and then we'll work our way backwards. But wh- mm-hmm. what is like the DMs you've been getting like positive, um, you know, stuff from the show? Because I was like crying my eyes out, especially that first episode with the pit bull. That was uh, so Oh, man, it's been great. It's been a great response. I mean, honestly... You know, uh, everybody in my DMs, is, it's all love. You know what I mean? I mean, it has not, nobody's kind of, you know, coming at me with any kind of uh, negativity. I mean, um, you know, most anybody, any negativity is going to be people talking on the sidelines, which they've been doing that since I was in the fifth grade. So we don't worry about those. We don't worry about the haters, you know, Jazz. If if, you, if people are hating on you, you're doing something right. My dad always said, if you're doing something easy, nobody cares about it. So Exactly. Like, exactly. Mm-hmm. You got it right in here. Yeah, I, I listen, I've always been a cheerleader of the show. I love dogs. I've always been into like training. A lot of my friends had problematic dogs and they, the, I mean, the training can be life-changing. Were you like, not ner- maybe nervous is not the right word, but were you hesitant to share more personal details like on a platform like Netflix? No, not really. I mean, if you put it out on social media, it's pretty much the same, just bigger, you know? And, uh, you know, there's nothing really to hide here. You know, um, I try to be an inspiration for, for people like-minded and, and you know people you know for the culture for the for the for the, for the religion for everything you know i just want to be that voice so you know i didn't really have a problem with putting it out there at all that's awesome and what about like you know that scene where you were praying were you like hesitant to show your religion or like was that was that something that you discussed with the director or was that just something like okay that's part of your normal life is praying well, yeah, what happened was I was actually going to go pray on one of these, uh, on one of the, the first times we were shooting. She's like, wait a minute, we got to shoot this. We got to cover this. I was like, all right, cool. So, yeah, it's just, you know, um, 
you know, of course, we all try to get in all our slots. It's, it's not easy to <laughs> sometimes the busy days, you know, but, uh, you know, when I think about it, I always try to, you know, get to it. And uh, otherwise I try to make it up later on. But no, it was cool. You know, I, I think it was just important. Like, I know that there's like, you know, there's 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 like, uh, you know, there's this this stigma for Islamophobia, just like, you know, there is a blackophobia, it's like uh, homophobia, all of that kind of stuff. So it's like, you know, people are just ignorant and scared of what they don't know, you know, and uh, really, I'm just all about, you know, um, keeping it all the way real. I told them that I wanted to keep it organic. I didn't want to do nothing fake and uh, it had to be authentic or I didn't want to be part of it, you know, and that's kind of how we are. I got my buddy Marshawn Lynch from the uh, from the <laughs> from the Raiders. He's, you know, beast mode. He's the same kind of way. I mean, I'm a, I, I, I could, I could budge a little bit, but he's like zero budge. But I think that's just kind of how we are. It's like, go love it or leave it, you know, you know, take it or leave it. Cause you know, we're, we're not, we're not going to change. So that's awesome. Yeah. You seemed very like unbothered. Like you were doing your own thing. You were obviously training these dogs, helping all of your, like the people on the show. And I kind of like that you kind of stayed in your own lane, but very strong. Like, where do you get that like inner strength from a lot of people? I saw a lot of people like, when I said I was interviewing you, they were like, ask him how he finds that strength, that confidence, like without being toxically masculine though, like you're very strong without being toxic. Like, how do you balance that? Well, I think that there's like, you know, there's people overcompensate. I mean, I'm just who I am, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty assertive person. I think just my environment, you know, you have to be, you know, uh, you know, tough. I was, you know, uh, uh, the little guy, and, and you know, the light skinned guy. So it's like, you know, in, in an environment like this, I just, you just get confidence. And I mean, I think it just comes in my DNA. I mean, I just really like, I try to, I'm very persistent and, and I persevere through a lot of stuff. And, um, you know, I, I try not to operate with fear. I mean, I named my son Jasir because it means strength and courage, you know what I mean? So I believe in like, even with the dogs, you know, that's our whole thing is we're trying to build confidence. We're trying to, you know, uh, uh, you know, not be bothered by the outside world and the environment and just do you, you know? And I think that, uh, I just try to live by that and um, just just go for what I know, go for what I believe in. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not like, yeah, the, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I just, I guess it's just, you know, who I am. It is what it is. You know, it's just my temperament. It's very true. And I think, it, do you think that temperament also makes you an amazing dog trainer? Because you need, like you tell all of your clients, right? You need to be the alpha. So maybe is that energy then translating to the way you're training? Because there's there, like you have to, what's like the trick, I guess that's a question for good dog training. Cause a lot of times we become like betas with our dog and then that's when there's issues, right? Cause we're not the same level, right? We're not supposed to be the same level. Right. I think it just comes down to just like, I know what you need to be. And I deal with a lot of dogs that can be dangerous. So I understand that like, you know, it's not a matter of like wanting to do it. It's like what you need to do. So if, if someone's getting bit by their dog or, you know, their dog is attacking people, it's like, you have to, it's like, you know, it's about being fair but firm, whether you run a, a corporation, whether you run a military, whether you're running a, a, a any kind of team leader position, you know, you have to kind of take that that leadership role. And leadership role is not always about being like, you know, passive with it. I mean, you know, if you're passive with your employees, you know, a lot of times, you know, they're going to show up late and they're going to do it tomorrow. They're going to come up two hours late the next day. So the whole goal is to make sure that, um, you know, just just making sure that we're, we're communicating what we need to do to get the job done. And I think when we, when you when you you know you do what you got to do to make the job done, then um, you know that's that's just what's necessary, you know. So a lot of times I have to take people who, you know, need to step it up in life. And hey, 
This is what you need if you're going to get respected. This is what you're going to need to do if you need your dog to respect you. This is what you're going to do, you know, for people to respect you. So it's all the, it's all the same thing. It's just, uh, just, just attacking everything with confidence and, um, you know, being about your business. And if you go there, you know, I don't like the sugarcoat stuff. I like, you know, I'm there for only a certain amount of time. And if I find a sugarcoat, then they're going to sugarcoat. So I like to just be direct with people. And I think it, it goes a long way. And a lot of times people don't want to be bullshitted, you know, and I just, I'm not, I'm no kind of, bull, I'm not, I'm a no nonsense, no bullshit kind of guy. Just, you know, just kind of keep it real. Still can have fun, still can joke, still can do it. But when it's time to handle business, like if you're not serious, then people won't get serious. That's very, and do the dogs can, do, can dogs feel when you're like kind of bullshitting them? Like they can kind of sense that energy of like, you're not serious. Well, the thing is, it's not about that. It's more behavior management, right? So even with my son, it's like if I tell him to do something and then I start laughing at it when he ignores me. Well, guess what? He's going to think, oh, it's funny to ignore daddy. You know what I mean? So the thing is, you have to just mean what you say or don't say anything at all. You know, if you're going to start communicating, they have to see that, hey, this, these are the rules that we have to follow. We have to follow them. So, um, yeah, the whole goal is just um, it's not really about being like overly firm or being it is really about just being consistent and really in our system is really motivational based. So it's understanding the power of the motivation, you know, and if I'm talking to kids or I'm talking to, you know, whoever I'm dealing with, I'm going to try to find that common ground to where they can, they can hear me and understand what I'm trying to do, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, that's, that's pretty much what it is. I, I do the adjustment based on who I'm dealing with in front of me. So even with the dog, you know, certain dogs, like super sensitive and everything like that, then I'm going to have to go, a different approach than I would with a dog that's super dominant and super confident, you know? So it just all depends on, it's a per case situation. And I do that even with people, you know what I mean? You deal with older people, you deal with people in the sports, you know, um, certain people in, 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 in different cultures, demographics, you know, all that kind of stuff. You have to be able to relate. And I think that's the main thing is to be relatable. Absolutely. And that also, I'm sure that factors in with your clients as well. Like when you go to their house, I feel like there's a bit of therapy that happens as well. Cause you kind of get to know the family and you need to know what they're doing wrong and what they're doing. Right. Like it, what was like a really challenging case that you had where you were just like, I am not getting through them. Like, do you ever just say, I can't train this dog? Like, mm -hmm. is there any case where you're like, I can't do this? No, 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 no. I'm going to, I'm just not a quitter like that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel I'm an expert in my craft. And I, I can deal with anybody, you know, and, and it part of me, like, you know, being from the Bay Area, you know, I, I've been, you know, exposed to so much stuff. You know, some people are like homophobic. It's like my, my, my tutor was gay. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I'm good with that. Like, I know who I am and I'm comfortable with anybody. I could be around Asians. I can be around blacks. I could be around That's whites. Cool. And it's just it doesn't matter. It's all about, like, just connecting with the person. We're all people. You know what I mean? We're all the same. Just like dogs. They're like, OK, this one's white. This one's fluffy. This one. They're all still dogs. So at the core. We're dealing with the, the, the source we're dealing with. So, um, yeah, I think for me, it's just all about finding that common ground and being able to get my message across. You know, and if I talk all scientific, then I might lose some people. If I talk too hood, I might lose some people. So I got to figure out what it is that's going to get like, boom, and make it work so we can get the job done. That makes a lot of sense. And when it comes, like, maybe this is a better way of asking it is like, is there a, was there a case where like, for example, the case that stood out for me was the dog that wouldn't leave the house, like had never gone on a walk. Um, but then the owners were so willing to do the research, right? They were willing to like get in there and really like they were hands on. Was that a tough case or like, maybe like, maybe tell us an interesting case like that, like where it was kind well, of different. Like in it, so so that you're talking about the heaven story, which was episode four, and that was Andrew. And heck, here this is this child who needs this emotional support animal, 
and you know his dad is in jail his his his, his, his brothers are leaving him and his mom is kind of holding him back and i'm like hey sister girl like you got to get with the program like you're getting in the way this is not your grandbaby this is this is your son and his dog and sometimes you just have to keep it real with people and you know it's, it's not always comfortable for people you know but you know I, I i don't mind serving them the real you know and i think that's just how my mom is like she's just always like real with me so apple don't fall far from the tree i love that is mom proud is she like telling her friends is she like he's on netflix like is she really proud Oh, my mom's always super proud, but she's still always, <laughs> man, I, I, I'm 37, man. You think I'm 10 years old the way sometimes, you know, but that's what mom's doing. That's why you got to love them. You know what I mean? They, they keep you, they keep you in check and they keep you, uh, you know, keeping things in perspective um, and not like getting on some high horse. So, you know, think about my, not only my city, but, you know, my family is, and my friends, they'll, they'll, they'll keep you not humble because it's kind of like it almost sometimes you say like you need to humble down. It's like you need to come down a little bit. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, I need to stay up, but you need to keep it real. You know, and I think if some, I'm doing something, someone's going to tell me like, hey, bro, uh, that was kind of that was kind of whack or you shouldn't do that. And that's what I want. I keep people around me that I don't I don't like a yes man's around me. I like people who are going to like hold me accountable. So no matter I don't care how big I blow up, I'm always going to keep people going to be like, don't do that shit. Anymore. That was whack. You know, versus like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was great. Great job. It's great. And some people, they want that because they 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 don't want to hear that criticism. But for me, I'm in, you know, I'm in a constant mode of self-improvement and being a better dad, a better husband, a better friend, a better son. So, you know, there's always room for improvement. And just like with dogs, like, you know, you're always training with the dogs, which means you can make your training better and better, and your behavior better and better, and better. Same thing goes for humans. You know, we can we can get more discipline. We can get more compassionate. We can get more you know, uh, uh, sensitive, we can, you know, all so many things. That's the beauty of life. You know, being a human being is like, you know, you can, you can be who you want to be. It's just up to you really. That's awesome. That, I mean, I, I love your energy. It's almost like, I feel like watching the show, it's like, we not only get dog training, but we get a little bit of life coaching as well. You have that energy. Like you have this, like, really, do you go do that? Do you speak to like high schools or like, do you speak to people? Because I feel like people would really listen to you. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Since okay. I've been doing this, I go visit the, the local schools. Uh, right now, I got an underdogs program where we're, you know, teaching financial literacy and and all this stuff. Because right now, it's like a real epidemic right now in my city. You know, a lot of murder, uh, a lot of robbery. You know what I mean? There's people who just don't have a way. And for me, I'm like, I'm trying to be an inspiration. Like, I come in through dogs, but like, it's bigger than dogs. I, I mentioned that. You know, on the show, it's like it's bigger than dogs. And you know, however I can inspire the youth, how I can inspire people who are down. I mean. I hire people who I give second chances, like my maintenance manager right now. He, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a paraplegic and he's in wow. there because of infections and stuff like that, you know? And it's just like, but like, I want to help the people who are like the underdog. They want the people who lose hope and like everybody, cause you got pale skin or you're a man and you know, you're in corporate America. Like that's, that's like, no, nah, that's not the only people out here who are making things happen. Like everybody has capabilities to be great, you know? And I think that that's the main thing is like, let's unlock, the power within people to make them feel better. And, you know, and they wake up in the morning and they feel like, yeah, I'm going to go get it. Yeah, I'm going to knock this. I'm going to crush this goal. Yeah, I'm going to go get this person I want. I'm going to go be happy. I'm going to go, you know, so I think there's so much because there's so many parallels to dogs and people. So I think that uh, I really just try to like expose those parallels. And uh, like I said, my life work is, is bigger than dogs. You know, it really is about inspiring people, and, and you know, uh, uh, you know, getting people to to get that confidence to not you know and not be so ignorant and not be so one one sided when in their thinking. You know, I think that's just um, 
we got a lot of work to do still, even with our people. So I just use dogs and, you know, I try to help the dogs and the people in the process. Smart. It's really smart. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, I, I got this DM a lot. People were asking about like how you want to kind of redefine dog training. Because obviously, the most famous dog trainer, the elephant in the room is Cesar Milan, right? Everyone knows that person. It's just the one person, right? So, how are you? like the way you're training, how are you redefining an industry, right? Like, how are you changing things and, and kind of being this, I think, as a more updated face of what it's like to be not only an American, but, you know, a very, very successful dog trainer? Like, how are you shifting that? Uh, well, you know, the thing is, uh, with with the dog world, the dog training, I mean, I've worked in like dog sports and police dogs and dealing with these high caliber dogs. So I have a lot of experience dealing with a little bit of everything from the most sensitive dog to the most aggressive, high powered European imported, you know, or super, you know, dog aggressive pit bull. I mean, I just dealt with it all. So my thing is really like, you know, shout out Caesar, because, you know, again, everybody's not going to agree with everybody. But again, there's people who kind of paved the way. And before Caesar, people that didn't necessarily know that they could fix their dog problems. So even if, you know, someone might might not agree with his approach whatever, he still brought awareness and he's able to help, I'm sure, plenty of people as well just get an understanding. But because, you know, English is a second language, sometimes it doesn't come across or sometimes because certain cultures aren't as sensitive to like, you know, uh, uh, making a correction on an animal. You know, I mean, sometimes you, know, you can you do anything to animals like you're the worst person in the world, whereas like we, you know, we, we, we wear, we put metal pieces of bars in horses mouth to this day and we're pulling them to go this way or that way and it's just that's what you know it's just like this is animal train over time but i think you know as as things evolve people learn the science and they learn that there's ways to do things but not all dogs are the same so uh you know each dog not all you know certain dogs like for me my whole goal was to actually give people a system and a formula you know sometimes with caesar it's kind of like energy and this and that and all of that is exactly right but i think it needs to go in the right space in the equation and so then i basically my whole goal was to actually give people a system understanding how to you know leverage the motivation understanding how to leverage rewards understand how to get the dog in a dopamine state how to get the dog engaged and encouraged and it's just no different if i was to go take a room full of people i'm gonna say all right guys well what does everybody like to do and what does everybody see as value and, if, and that's what i'm gonna channel that's how i'm gonna control the, the room based on how everybody's motivated by it you know, and then if, if they're wrong, I'm going to say, ah, ah, that wasn't cool. Don't do that. So, but then now we're in this, in this place and time where you can't correct the dog, but you can't tell them not to do something or I correct my own child. So mm-hmm. I think it just comes to a, a space of like people really understanding. And then there's like these people who are kind of like, they just go with the wind. So I said, everybody said, this guy's bad. Then they'll shame them. 
You know, and they'll just automatically, everybody will just jump on a bandwagon because they didn't do their due diligence to see if the actual facts were there. They're just going by, oh, what you said is right. So that's the that's the thing with the internet. Like, bad news spreads more a lot faster than good news. And in the end of the day, I mean, I'm an expert at what I do. I know how many people I helped. I know how many lives I changed. I know how many dogs' lives I saved. So at the end of the day, like, you know, I've been getting hated on. I had the pretty girl in the fifth grade that was trying to beat me up for that. So, you know... When, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, I don't really uh, get into the uh, into the naysayers. There's, there's always going to be people hating, you know. So but my my whole system is all about giving people an actual step by step system through the through the engagement, through the box training and then building up from there and starting to build up the social environments and desensitizing yourself to, you know, uh, environmental stuff. And, you know, I always like to tell people like, you know, dog train dogs are like you know, they, they, they need to be socialized. Like I said, being in the Bay Area, you know, there's so many different cultures, there's so many different genders, there's so many different things going on. So, you know, dogs need that too. They need to be able to go anywhere and be able to handle it. And the only reason they're aggressive is because they're insecure. So a lot of times when you get people who are being, you know, bashing people that they're not comfortable with, it's only because they're not comfortable. It's only because they're ignorant. It's only because, you know, it's their, their ignorance that, that's, that's holding them back. So really that's a weakness. And my whole goal is like, you know, if you're afraid of snakes, put the snake on your neck, deal with it and get it off. Even if it's just for one second, deal with it, experience it, you know? And it's like, you know, if you're going to have a conversation with a person of a different color or different sexual orientation or, you know, LGBTQ, whatever it is, like, go talk to that person, go find out. That's probably the coolest person you're ever going to meet. And they're going to probably give you the shirt off their back. But because you're ignorant and you're judgmental, you're hateful, then you're going to get that kind of, uh, you know, that, that that's that's that those are going to be the results you get in life. And it's going to really keep you down. Whereas, like, if you open up to the world, that's what lifts you up. You know? Damn, I have like chills and I'm sure people listening are going to have chills as well. Where do we sign up for life coaching? Jazz, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, um, I, I'm going on tour. So, you know, whether you're in the dogs or not, you know, I'm going to be doing a tour. Um going national tour and I'm going to take an international, but you know, I'm just trying to get, reach out to the people. I'm all about, you know, I'm a people's trainer, you know, um, a lot of people who learn what I learned they kind of stay in this elite little box in this little small space where it's like, I'm kind of like the Robin hood. I kind of like took from the rich and took from all the high caliber said, no, no, I'm going to bring it over here to where the regular people can get it because I feel like information should not be kept away like that. Like, you know, uh, everybody needs the high caliber information. So that's what it's all about. You know, it's like enlightening in the world, you know? Exactly. And I love that. That's what I love about the show is that Netflix kind of removed that like kind of elitist vinyl and like w- created a show of with like just people really like your friends and people you knew and your life. And it was so real. Did you have a hand in the construction of like the interview style or like the way it was shot? Like, cause it was just, it was just really like just hanging out with you. Like it didn't feel yeah. like a show. Well, shout out my director, Elise Duran. I mean, she's a real one. You know what I mean? When I met her, you know, she's a woman. She's a strong woman. She know that women get a lot of lot of uh, 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 push around in, in, in the entertainment industry, as we all know. You know, and she's like, she's a no nonsense, you know, she's a no bullshit type of person. She's super passionate and she's super into, you know, uh, uh, fairness and, and letting people get their stories out. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm an executive producer. I mean, I had, awesome. I had. I had definitely had uh, my say so and everything, you know, and um, we, you know, she never tried to make me do something I was uncomfortable with. Uh, I think one time they said, Oh, you're wearing your brand too much. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on your TV show. I do what I want. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, this is what I wear every day. So don't try to tell me what to wear. So, you know, that's, that's the thing with me. I'm just going, you know, I'm going to do it my way. 
um, you know, and try to just be fair to everybody. But I'm not, you know, I think uh, yeah, Elise had uh, she was just a great director. She know how to pull those heartstrings. She know how to really get in and ask people and get in to find out who they are. And it's really all about just get that human connection. You know what I mean? You got these shows they want to, you know, talk about the rich and, and you know all these people you'll never ever like have access to you're just dreaming but it's like our show is about getting out to the to the regular person that's who i am i mean shit i don't care if i got 100 million i'm still gonna be hanging out with the same crew you know doing the same shit i just like to keep it organic that's i guess that's that bay area that's that oakland in me I respect that i love that um i wanted to ask you so you sent me a video where you were just basically quote unquote, defending yourself, which I feel like is kind of ridiculous. Cause again, I, the way that this hate started, can you, a lot of people wanted to know this. So first off, can you break down what was really going on and why were people so upset? And that they're like, these haters are coming out. And then the need, did you get enough signatures for season two? Like I definitely had a bunch of people. Oh, it, was, it wasn't even about, it was, you know what? It wasn't even about having enough signatures for season two. It was about the pushback. Like y'all motherfuckers ain't gonna push around. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, no, 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 no. Like, let's go ahead and address it, you know? And and it really wasn't, I wasn't even going to address it. But sometimes if you stay quiet and you don't talk about it, then people think that you hide from something. So what happened was before the show came out, somebody, somebody just went on and said, oh, a Netflix show is coming out? Well, let me go look at this guy. And they saw that I had use of training collars. Now, like I said, horses wear bits, dogs wear collars. You know what I mean? And sometimes people tend to humanize the dog. Dogs are not humans. They're dogs. They will bite you in the face. They will do certain things that humans will not. I mean, humans do it too, but then there's a place for those kind of humans, right? So the case, the thing is, is like we're trying to take a predatory animal. And like I said, not everybody has this kind of dog, but some of the dogs we deal with are very, very volatile, you know, hot cases. They built up behavior to where they're getting away with so much dominant stuff that now it's like they're actually is dangerous. So it's not only to, 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 to uh, uh, help the dog, it's to help the owner too, you know what I mean, and be safe. So what happened was the show came out or, or the, the trailer came out and then you just get all of this. There's this whole big group of like purely positive trainers. And like the lady who wrote the petition, she's been a trainer for one year. Here I am. I've been doing this shit my whole life. You know what I mean? And it's just, well, what school did he go to? And what did he do this? And what did he do that? And I'm sitting there like, lady, like you have no idea what I do, what I know and how I connect with animals. You know what I mean? So a lot of times I think, uh, you know, people just get judgmental. You know, I came on there. I had my chain on, tattoos, all the shit. Like, I'm showing like, yeah, here it is. This Oakland kid. I'm, I'm the guy now. It's like, and and I wanted to show that because I'm trying to inspire the youth. I'm trying to teach people that there's more. You can be more than just a basketball player or a drug dealer or a rapper. You know what I mean? It's like, no, nah, you can clean gutters. You can, you know, manufacture uh, uh, shit, uh, whatever. You know what I mean? You can, you can, you can cut trees down and still live the life you want. You can still be the best at it, you know? And I think that uh, that was the thing. And I think people don't like that. You know, if you don't come through, you know, all corporate and all, you know, uh, you say it kind of like, um, kind of like that. They, they, they want you to dumb it down a little bit, you know? And, and I just, you know, I think that I just was a little threatening them. But see, the thing is nothing I'm not used to. You know, I've been getting hated since a kid. And even when, when I came in the dog training game, we do these expos and stuff. You get all these other dog trainers, their booths are empty and they're just sitting around, hustling around while I'm doing showcasing and I'm having the fun and doing the bite work. And they can never do the stuff that I do because I understand it in depth. And oh, it, it's just people just haters, man. You know, at the end of the day, man, it's, it's, it's a sickness with the internet. It's too easy to hide behind the keyboard and just, you know, bash people and, you know, it's, it's yeah. behavior. You know, instead of having a conversation with me, you go and try to like 
And then, the, and then the, not only that is like the narrative they spread was like they put a picture of Caesar. We don't need another Caesar. And Caesar sitting there with his muscles up, and he's got two dogs saying, "I'm scared, me too." It's like, come on, man, is this? And it, but then the thing is, that's the that see the thing is, is with media when they want to push that narrative, then it can be pushed. And most negative news is going to spread faster than positive because people are just kind of like fearful negative people naturally. You know what I mean? Like we want to be good, but over through society and people not being confident. And, and just you know they just they always want to like take somebody down and and you know for me i i don't worry about it i mean I, i'm 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 pretty much self-made i mean there's gonna be a season two whether it's on netflix wherever it is <laughs> you know what i mean because i'm determined to make that happen no matter what and uh yeah again it wasn't about the petition wasn't about creating a season two it was something actually one of my fans created so i said well shit you're gonna stand behind me i'm gonna put it on the forefront yeah let's sign this damn thing so we got up to like 20,000 signatures. Even the haters only had like 30,000 signatures and they were like really trying to push it. So like in two or three days, I pushed the petition. It did the numbers we did. We got back to work because I'm not going to sit there and even let them uh, uh, have enough. But what it did was it affected my promotion a little bit because Netflix didn't want to put me on the socials because the haters would attack the socials. So, of course, in the day we live, especially with my demographic and, and in the day we're living in, everything is social. So you know, if you're going to mess with my social, you're, you're, you're taking my message away from more people who want to see it. And, uh, you know, ultimately that can affect the decision to have a season two. But for me, it's just more of like, I'm going to address the haters and let them know, like, you ain't going to put punk me around, you know? And I think that's important for life, man. You can't get punked. You know what I mean? You get punked and people think that it's going to keep punking you and dogs. And the same thing goes with dogs. Like dogs will punk you if they think they can. They're like, oh, if you got a dominant dog, it's like, oh, if I can get away with that, I, let me try this and I try that. And then it kind of builds and builds and then people get, you know, they now, you know, they went from talking about you. Now they're kicking at you. Now they're throwing stones at you. So it's like, I'm going to, you know, I'm not one to get pushed around. You know, that's just that's not in my DNA. Absolutely not. And I mean, the the whole petition and the whole hate also smells of racism and Islamophobia and other things as well. Like you're a prominent person of color on Netflix and they want to take you down. It's, I mean, it, it's you don't have to be stupid to do the math. Thank you. And that's the thing is I didn't want to say that. Mm -hmm. and I, I i'll say it <laughs> so, so I, I i you know but that that's and that's what it ends up coming down to like you know uh ultimately you know that there's always kind of like you know there's always this underlining of hate there's always this underlining of racism this you know all of that so you know at the end of the day i just you know i let i let god do his work and i think we're gonna be just fine there you go. God will take care of us. I mean, I got a message from someone, these keyboard warriors, like if there was a purge, I'd kill you. And I was like, all right, cool. Good to know. Like, right. what do you want me to do with that information? <laughs> right. Thing is, and, and, they, and that's the thing is, they, and they, they wouldn't come up and do that in your face. You know what I mean? A lot of times you said it's keyboard warriors, you know what I mean? And then, you know, it's, it's, and like I said, they don't try to, they don't even do it on my social. They're not bold enough, you know, to do any of that stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, if you see me in real life, if you can't do that in real life, then you're just a chump, you know? So for me, I, you know, I, I, I'm way more about love. The love overshadows the hate, like, by so much, you know what I mean? And I, I love everybody. I love all the dogs. I love all my people. And I'm just trying to, like, uh, you know, put on, put on for, the, for, the, uh, for the underdogs. I love that. That's awesome. Um, I've loved talking to you and everyone should go watch Canine Intervention on Netflix. It'll make you cry. I just want to wrap up with two fun questions. Um, cool. I got a lot of DMs. How many times have you been bitten? Not much, because I, I don't trust the dog as far as I can throw him. You know, and I watched my mentor get bit pretty bad when I first got into the game and I made a decision to say, okay, shit can happen. This is real. So I had to kind of come up with that. So I always kind of move on the side of caution. And a lot of times that's why, you know, I, I keep 
you know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not naive when it comes to like, okay, yeah, this dog doesn't know me. I'm going to probably have an extra safety measure to make sure. So I don't get bit very much uh, actually, cause I'm not like gung ho about just trying to do everything fast. And usually if a dog doesn't trust, I have the handler deal with it. And I instruct the handler because the dog trusts the handler. You see what I mean? So a dog's only going to bite if he's fearful or dominant with you, but I'm going to establish so much by the, just the handler that is not going to really be a liability. I mean, I don't, I, I've been bit a few times. It doesn't feel good. Uh, but most, even when I got bit, it wasn't like in that kind of situation. It was more like I'm doing bite work and I didn't have a proper piece of equipment on and with me being lazy. It was kind of like, just kind of something like that, but it was never like, usually I don't, I don't get bit. And especially now I have a big team, so I don't even have to uh, train as many dogs as I used to. Awesome. Awesome. Um, another, another DM we got was that first guy with the dog that had was missing a leg all the ladies want is Instagram. Everyone's obsessed with that first guy. Like they were like, I got so many questions about him. <laughs> uh, Brendan, yeah, no, Brendan. Yeah. He's a uh, Brendan Wallace. He was a, a venture capitalist firm. And yeah, he, he rescued lady Macbeth. Um, lady Macbeth. That's what it was. Yeah. People were obsessed with him. And uh, I haven't really seen him in a while. You know, he moved up to Utah right when COVID happened because he had his older parents and he just kind of like wanted to get away from everything. So I talked to him from time to time, but a great guy. Um, yeah, Lady Macbeth, sweetheart. I mean, she took to me really fast and uh, she's a she's a really nice little dog. I really, I really like that little dog, actually. But she was, you know, she, was, she, she built up some behavior from being on the street. You know, it's like, get away from me, you know, and, you know, if you're living that street life, especially in L.A., I mean, you got to think about it. Like, say you live on Skid Row, imagine all the sketchy stuff that had happened every day on a day to day, you know. So she kind of had her guard up, you know, so we had to just get her comfortable and, and, and teach Brendan how to keep her, keep her in a, in a comfortable state. Absolutely. That's awesome. And then well, my last question for you is what's the best part about being a dad? I mean, it was so cute that, you know, you had the baby on the show and, you know, seeing you know, how happy you were with your wife and your in-laws. It was very, and by the way, your wife is beautiful. So lucky you, and she seems wonderful. So what, what is the best part about being a dad? Um, man, it's like, uh, it's just the joy, like coming home after a long day and just that smile, you know, oh. and, like daddy's home it's like it's like it's like a feeling you can't even imagine you know it's like come here buddy and he just he's so happy to see you and then watching him learn and just being a part of you and watching things that you know you are and then watching it right through your seat and you're going like i would have did that you know what i mean or i would you know so it's kind of cool seeing that and just you know just knowing that that's a part of you you know it's uh, you know and being a dog trainer and managing all his behavior is cool but nothing like being a dad it's like it's another level for sure uh it's just awesome. it's just it's full of love you know i mean your your kids are just you know it's it's just, it's just you see it in the eye and they look at you just like damn they just he's looking at you like hey daddy i love you i'm so happy you're here it's like no matter what's going on you're up your mood i love that that's awesome yeah. Um, tell us where everyone can follow you. And of course, everyone go watch Canine Intervention on Netflix. And I can't wait to see season two. And really, I wish you all the best. Again, you, there's very few Muslim people in entertainment. So we got to have each other's back. So um, I, I hope we can meet up when you're in LA. Um, I really wish you all the best. But tell everyone where they can follow your Instagram. Okay, so you can check out CaliK9.com. Of course, that's where you get your online training and, and, and a lot of tips and tricks and, and all that kind of stuff, your training kit um equipment all that kind of stuff and then you can go to online uh you go to ig uh which is cali canine you can my tiktok is cali canine um we got the youtube channel 
and uh, our Facebook. We have a Facebook group. So socials is a lot to manage, but <laughs> we're there. We're, 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 you know, you follow us, you'll get some good content. I got a group, a team of content creators that we're putting out some good stuff to keep everybody engaged and inspired. Every Monday and Friday, we have a, a free 15 minutes uh, training session where you can uh, go in and, and, and either, you know, hear about some kind of training, socialization or obedience. Or we want to do something 15 minutes a day, twice a week to uh, to just kind of give back, you know, because not everybody, I mean, I'm training all around the world. Like I have, I have a tour I'm doing and like, I'm going to go to some, my Latin American country, some of our third world countries, just because I know that there's fans there. And they might not have a whole lot of money, but I know that there's fans there. So, you know, I'm, I'm all about like kind of giving back too. you know, not everything is going to be about a check. Sometimes you get a check in a different kind of way because they've got to give you a better check that's non-monetary dang god will give you a better check i, I need that on a t-shirt that's dope I love, that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that what is your brand as well um people were asking about the brand what's your brand you look fresh to death so let's hear oh, it this right here, oh this is this is a, this right here is my boy cookies uh burner from uh if you guys know burner burners um he owns a cookies brand um he's a, he's a ground up entrepreneur you know who started uh selling cannabis in the streets and now he's got a clothing line and, 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 and man, I mean, I, I mean, everything, you know, multiple, you know, franchise licenses, facilities, uh, you know, uh, you know, he does music, he does comedy shows now. So, um, yeah, but most of the time I'm in that Cali K9. <laughs> yes, I love it. That's awesome. And is that on your website? Hmm? Is it on the website, the clothes? Like people can yeah, buy yeah, yeah. all of our merch. Yeah. I forgot to mention the merch is on the website. You can get awesome. your Cali K9 gear. And uh, we're going to have a lot more coming. We've got an app coming. We have, uh, you know, our own line of equipment coming, dog food coming. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not playing about the hustle. I'm going hard. <laughs> Build that empire. I love it. Well, we wish you all the best. And I, I, I'm sure a lot of people are going to benefit from your tour. And, um, yeah, I've loved having you. And this has been The Take On. Um, go follow Jazz and go watch Canine Intervention. Thank you so much for being here. All right. Much love. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Take On. The Take On is produced by Dory Berenstein and Alan Seals, edited by Kyle Moore, and is a proud member of the Broadway Podcast Network. You can find out more about me and The Take On at bpn.fm backslash The Take On. And of course, on my Instagram at Amir Yas official. Yes, honey, we're official. Make sure to subscribe and rate The Take On wherever you stream your podcast and keep tuning in for more amazing guests. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chum. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.